Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 80 of Ask Pat. Thank you for listening in today. Today's sponsor is LegalZoom. LegalZoom is a great company I've used several times to do things like set up my LLC, to uh, trademarking, to my DBA for another company, um, another LLC for a partnership that I have. I also use it to help uh, create my will and stuff like that. Really important stuff. So if you go to LegalZoom.com, make sure you enter PAT, P-A-T, at checkout. That's a referral link. And again, highly recommend it. Makes it incredibly streamlined and easy, and you save a ton of money as opposed to going to an attorney. Um, It's just, again, LegalZoom.com. I cannot recommend it enough. Now, today's question comes from Heath, and he's asking about... Uh, my niche sites, and also where I get the information to put on those sites. So let's hear from Heath right now. Hi, Pat. This is Heath Redding from RedBuffaloStudios.com. I am a young and budding entrepreneur myself and a huge fan of your show. My question to you is how did you go about finding the information that's on your niche websites like SecurityGuardTrainingHeadquarters.com? I'm interested in understanding the process that you uh, acquired all of the necessary information to build this niche website and you know make yourself an authority in that field. As I understand, you're not a security guard yourself, so I would love to you know know the process. Did you go out and interview you know security guards? Did you interview you know people in that field? Did you do an amazing amount of research? And furthermore. How do you keep the website updated with the latest and greatest information, or do you? Um, do you outsource that responsibility at this point since you're so busy doing so many other things, you know, updating website with new information and all that? Uh, I would love to hear your response to this, and thank you so much for your show, Pat. You're a huge inspiration to me and the millennials of my generation. Uh, you're just invaluable, and I love love the podcasts. Thanks. Heath, thank you so much for your question and also your amazing support. Now, this is a really great topic because you're absolutely right, Heath. I have a site about security guard training and becoming a security guard and getting into that industry, but I'm not a security guard myself. So the first question a lot of you might have is, well, how does that even qualify you to create a site like this? And how do you know it's going to be useful? Well, I will tell you exactly all that and how I was able to come up with the content and do the research to put on that website. But before that, I'll tell you the results of the work I did. The results have been amazing. I mean, not only just in terms of earnings, the site has been earning over the past three years about two to $3,000 a month passively with just a couple hours of work because I did all that work up front. But beyond that, I know the site's being used and is helpful to that particular market. I am serving them with the information I put on that site. How do I know that? Well, there's a couple things on the site that are being used that would only be used by people in that industry, like the job board. The job board, which I earn a little bit of an affiliate commission from every time somebody uses it or finds or hooks up with an employer through that job board, which is actually run through Indeed.com, I-N-D-E-E-D.com. They have a like a plugin you can put on your website or some code to sort of tap into their job board and it automatically on my site shows people security guard jobs uh, you know, close to their area once they type in their zip code. But anyway, I know that's being used because I am earning money from that job board every single month, which means people are using the job board on the site to start their career in the security guard training industry, which I think is amazing. That's, that's a huge 
that's huge for me and my fulfillment factor and knowing that I'm actually providing value to that audience as well. But beyond that, I'm actually getting emails, direct emails from people who are using the site, finding the information that they need. And as a result of making it easy for them, uh, a lot of them, not all of them, and not even a very large percentage of them, but a small percentage will actually take the time to use the contact form to say, hey, thank you so much for this information. It's been really helpful. And I think that's huge. Um, So those are the ways that I know that the site is doing really well and is actually providing the information that's required. But how did I know what information to put on the site? Well, I approached this site, and I think anybody can approach any site in any niche, as somebody who, I, I approached this niche as somebody who was trying to actually become a security guard. So I did the research, I pretended, and act, actually acted as if I was looking to become a security guard. And uh, I did some research online, which is mo- what most people would do. I typed in how to become a security guard in California, and I found some websites that were just not, it, it, it wasn't complete. And so, you know, I did that also during keyword research. So I understood that there was an opportunity to provide a better solution out there. But when I put myself in the shoes of somebody in this industry who, or who, somebody who wanted to get into this industry, um, I saw that there wasn't a lot of great information out there. Now, there's a lot of information on a number of different sites that was the same. Like, first of all, go to this government website and fill out the forms. And so those, I kept track of all those things. And also during this research, I, under, I, I understood or found out that every state in the United States has a different set of requirements in order to become a security guard. And it's funny because at first I was like, ah, this is going to be a lot harder than I thought. I'm going to have to create like 50 different versions of the how-to. And uh, I actually didn't like that at first. But then I realized, wow, this is a great way to just sort of make make a lot of content on the site and have it become an authority site, something that I can provide no matter what state you're from. And so I saw it as an opportunity to create more content. It actually guided me in terms of what I was going to create and write and even outsource, which I'll talk about in a second. And it filled out the site and made it become an authority site. And it's ranking number one right now for security guard training. And it has been for the last three years. But beyond that sort of basic content that I found online that I kept note of. And of course, I wanted to put that in my own voice, which I think was actually very helpful because a lot of these people who were writing this information online about beginning steps, you know, steps one, two, and three to become a security guard, they weren't people who were looking to become security guards. They were people in the industry already. And so they have what they call the curse of knowledge, meaning it's really hard to understand what a total beginner who doesn't know anything about that industry it's hard for them to understand where to start or what to do. We all have the curse of knowledge. It's really hard to teach somebody who is just starting out doing what you do and what you're trying to teach. So you have to really talk to people to understand what it's like. And so I put myself in the shoes of somebody, like I said, who was trying to become a security guard. And I actually made calls because that's what I would do. Look online. If the information's not there, I would make calls. And that's exactly what I did. And so also, just so you know, in the security guard training industry, you could, and first you should train to become an unarmed security guard. There's sort of two classes, unarmed security guard, meaning you don't have a weapon on you. And then you could, after you're an unarmed security guard, you could train for armed security guard training. So I was really focused on first, how do I become an unarmed security guard? And I started with California. I did keyword research and found that California was one of the most popular states that was being searched for, for how to become a security guard. New York was another one in Florida and Texas. So those were the first four that I started with, actually. So I called about four or five different 
companies, security guard companies, people that would actually hire somebody looking to become a security guard. I called four or five companies in each of those states and I just simply asked them, you know, I was like, hey, I'm interested in how one becomes a security guard. Um, what, what are my steps? And so they gave me the rundown. A lot of, you know, a few companies were like, oh, no, we're, we're too busy or, you know, they didn't want to talk. Well, I just moved on to the next one. And I think that's something that a lot of people should do is make phone calls because you could send an email and you may or may not get a response, right? Um, so I just decided to call and make it quick. And if somebody didn't want to answer or somebody didn't pick up, I moved on to the next one till I got the exact information I needed. So I was able to fill out California really easily and get out all the steps. And it was just me doing research, talking with people on the phone, writing down everything as it was happening, and then being able to publish that information online in my own voice and in my own style, something that I wanted to make easy to consume and do. And hundreds, thousands of people have used those articles since then. So I started with those four states and then I sort of branched out. And to be honest, I got up to, I believe it was, 17 different states before my site got to number one in Google and I made the mistake of stopping. I stopped at 17 states and it was like that for six to seven months because I I had quote met my goal. My goal was to get to number one in Google because I was creating the site publicly and you can again see all that at nichesiteduel.com. If you go click on the updates button at the top you'll see the sort of timeline of events that have happened since starting the site to where it is now. Um, I made this, the mistake of stopping at 17 because I didn't have any goals beyond that. I had reached my goal. But then after about six or seven months, I said, wow, I have a lot more opportunity to reach a lot of more people, help a lot of more people in these other states that, I, that were missing, the 37 states that I didn't have yet. And so instead of actually creating that content myself, I hired somebody on the Elance to do that for me. So I, I put out a bid on Elance and, and, and um, I asked somebody to create the articles for the last 37 states. And I wanted them to do it in the same way I did. So they used the first 17 that I did as sort of a way to see the structure and what I wanted. And then I told them, okay, do quick research online for the basic information and then call four or five companies in each of the states. And so I got bids between you know, $1,000 and $8,000 to do that. Uh, and I ended up choosing somebody for like a couple thousand to fill out all the rest of that information. And they were able to do it in a month. And I put those articles up there. In total, I had 50, one for each state. And the site started to get a lot more traffic because the more content you put on your site, the more opportunities you are to be found by those keywords. Not only just the keywords that are in the title and that you're targeting, but also long tail keywords. And I actually found out that my site was being ranked for or being found on Google from over 15,000 different keywords. Now, most of them were being found or searched for only one or two times, but that's the beauty of the long tail. You can you can get a lot of traffic from a lot of those longer uh, phrases. And because I had written so much content, it was just doing really well. And then I hired somebody else, actually it was the same person, for about the same price actually, to do the 50 articles for armed security guard training. So then in total, I had about 100 articles on the site and it's I haven't really added any more since. Now I have had a writer on board to add more current information and I honestly wasn't seeing very much traction from those articles. They weren't bringing in much traffic. People weren't commenting on them and people weren't actually staying on those articles very long. So I understood that that was something that I didn't need to really do anymore. But the articles that I had written that were specifically for unarmed security guard training and armed security guard training, people were spending you know, two to six minutes on those pages. They were actually using them and going step by step. And at the end of a lot of those articles, I have uh, promotions for certain 
classes and courses in those specific states, specifically for California, actually, um, because that's the most popular one. And there's a lot of guard card training courses that are online that you could sign up for as an affiliate. So that's the process of how I was able to create the content and put on the site. So I started doing it myself, started with doing the research online, finding that that was totally bare bones and filling in the gaps by actually doing the research myself, again, putting myself in the shoes of somebody who is in that target audience. And that was very, very successful. I think that actually worked out to my advantage, the fact that I am not a security guard. Now, your second question, Heath, was how do I keep up? How do I keep it up to date or do I? And it's very difficult to do that, especially for me who has, you know, seven different websites, especially the blog and the podcasting and stuff. But there's a few systems that I have in place that I recommend everybody do. You should always have Google Alerts set up for your particular website. And what that means is you can actually go to Google or alerts.google.com or just look up Google Alerts. And what it allows you to do is type in certain keywords and Google will email you whenever those keywords are mentioned on a website. And you can, ha- you can sort of set the settings so to email you every time something's mentioned or every, every day they send you a report or every week or whatever the case may be. I have it set up so that every day, at the end of every day, I understand if people are talking about or writing about or publishing information about the topics that I want to be notified about. So I have, for example, security guard training in California as one of my Google Alerts. And uh, I hardly get those alerts because people aren't writing about them all the time. But if they if they are, I get a quick little summary in my email and I can see if there are any quick updates. I can put security guard training update, for example, and I got that one too. And again, these emails don't come very often, but when they do, I know somebody's talking about updates and I'll be able to see, okay, are there any updates? I have the same thing going on for my site at greenexamacademy.com. That's for the lead exam. And I just got alerts, like a, a hundred alerts the other day because uh, the, the exam is being updated. And that's why you'll see in my most recent income reports that the earnings from my study guys on that site have gone up because people are trying to pass that exam before. So that alert told me and sort of, I guess, warned me that there are changes coming up um, because I'm not actively in those industries, checking every day, reading the blogs every day. Um, but that's that's my position in the sort of crash test dummy world that I'm in now of smart passive income. Uh, but for you, if you have one site and you're really focused on it, that's your authority site. Well, then, of course, I would recommend reading all, all you can about that industry to stay up to date, have Google Alerts set up and, and do what you can to make sure that people on there are uh, are are up to date, of course. But again, I have Google Alerts there to warn me. And that that's the first thing you could do. You could also hire people to keep track and make sure, you know, VAs, for example, um, you can hire some great VAs at virtualstafffinder.com. You can have VAs make sure. Maybe the, the Google Alerts go to them and then they'll filter through those and then email you um, whenever something that is worth paying attention to comes up. So Heath, I hope that answers your question. It's a lot of information there. I hope that, that that's helpful for everybody. And I hope you can see how even if you're not an expert, even if you have no experience in a particular niche, if that niche is being underserved, then... You, you have to make a commitment to do what you can to serve them. And that's sort of the same thing I'm doing with foodtrucker.com to help people in the food truck industry who are getting started or who are in the industry uh, as business owners and food truck owners. That that niche is completely underserved, and that's where Food Trucker came from, and and it's doing really well. And again, the biggest barometer for me is the emails I'm getting from people who have listened to the Food Trucker School podcast or who read the blog keeping track of stats like time on the site, number of pages people go through on the site. It's all very positive right now. That 
is a little bit of a slower process because I'm not doing any forced backlinking like I did with security guard training. Um, but it, but it, it is going on on the upward trend. So I'm I'm very very excited about it, and I'm very uh, excited for all of you who are following along. And again, you could check that out at nichesiteduel.com. So Heath, thank you so much for your question. An Ask Pat t-shirt will be headed your way. You'll get an email from my VA very soon about that. For those of you listening, if you have a question, head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. And of course, I want to give a shout out to today's sponsor, which is awesome, LegalZoom.com. LegalZoom, love you guys. You've helped me out so much. And uh, for any of you who need anything done uh, in terms of, of legal stuff, I would absolutely recommend you go to LegalZoom.com. Make sure you use the word PAT at checkout. So I get credit for that. LLCs, trademarks, doing business as, wills, any of that stuff, power of attorney, all incredibly important stuff. And the best and most economical way to do that is through LegalZoom. Again, just as a reminder, uh, they don't provide legal advice, but they can help you by finding an attorney to give you uh, legal advice. Uh, So yeah. And of course, I'm going to end with a quote. And today's quote is from Babe Ruth, the amazing baseball player. He says, Every strike brings me closer to the next home run. Thank you. Take care. And I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Hey there. Thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while. And that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show. For now, at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, The Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.